The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but there is a time to laugh. <laughs> the review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. And in regards to the media and the government, well, there, there's a time to cry. <laughs> also, life lessons for our faith that we actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because Don hasn't changed the locks yet. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, how much doubt... Like ice cubes, do we put in our drink of faith? Put those little doubt cubes in there. Dissolve, dissolve, dissolve. A little more doubt coming in. How often are we doing that? And why are we doing that? That'd be another great question. Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you've got something you want to share, if you've got a praise report because the Lord is doing some cool things in your life and you just want that opportunity to share and give him the honor and the praise, or if you're in a situation where you just need more faith to come alongside your faith, then this is a great opportunity and a great show for you to take advantage of. It's very simplistic. you just got to reach out to us. I did hear from somebody that they wanted to know if they, in fact, we can open up the door for them to throw a paper airplane in, and we cannot. I'm sorry. But you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, a very cool thing takes place because you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Let me tell you what it is to like to talk to Dynamite D. That's like getting a free gas card for a year. In these times? Yeah, that's amazing, right? Boy, if I said that three months ago, people would have went nice. 
But now they're going, whoa, that's incredible. All right. Also, you can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can simply reach out to us also by sending us an email. It is true. The email stuff works. Though I am watching my computer disintegrate over time, so we'll see how long that lasts. Anyway, David at hemustincrease.org, as I've told you before, you don't have to put in there supercalifragilisticexpialidocious at hemustincrease.org. It's just David at hemustincrease.org. Also, we send you up to the website always. Why? Well, because we always do that. And there's two things on the website that I want to make you aware of. Number one, there are links to the podcast. How many podcasts are there? 3,400 hours. You think we've covered a few topics in 3,400 hours? Yeah, there's a few. And then also on the website, directly on there, there is a place where you can give directly to the ministry. Or if you want to send a check to the studio that gives you information on how to do that. If you just want to send us a bag of cash, it also tells you how to do that. There's different ways to go about it. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Popcorn. I was thinking the same thing. Popcorn. That's just popcorn. That's just that one kernel waiting for the very end of the whole bag going, here I am. I have now popped. <laughs> that's a ding ding moment. That's, that's, that's a huge, huge thing. All right. A couple things I want to uh, make uh, people aware of. We need prayer to know which books we're going to be teaching as we are closing out on some books. You guys think, well, that's, that's hugely important. It will have an impact on your life. It will impact my life. And so in those kind of things, we want the wisdom of the Lord. We want to know the right direction to go. The other thing, and I'll tell you this and then make sure everybody gets on the same page with this, uh, the wife and I, and I call her the wife on purpose because she gets my full respect. She is, in fact, way the better partner of the two of us. She's totally, totally cooler than I am. That's just that's just the reality check. There's nothing else to say. Anyway, over the weekend, we went and we voted and I will tell you now, for those that are considering voting early, I will just share with you my experience. Ready? We walk into the voting place, right? I walk in there, and there was nobody in front of us at all. I mean, zero. I mean, the people were sitting there talking and kibitzing and having a good time weekend, and they're like, oh, good, somebody's here. Listen, if you can early vote, early vote. I mean, that is just the coolest thing. You're in, bam, done, out. And it's like, and you get the sticker. And it's like, yeah, ah, that was cool. That was just so awesome. And so uh, in my future, I think I'm going to really <laughs> target into that. That's great. And for those of you that are trying to figure out how would you vote, Dave, uh, somewhere between Genesis 1-1 and Revelation 22-21 and everything in between, that's what I use as my guide, being prayed up, being spending time with God up, being 
deep into the word and then make the best decisions I can trying to follow the direction of the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that's how you all should vote too, no matter what anybody says. I was like, who cares? You know, because ultimately it comes down to Romans 13 that it's going to be between you and God, your consciousness before God, and that's what's going to be evaluated. So work it out with the big G. Okay, so I'm going to keep it as simple as that. Um, but I do encourage you to vote. That's a very important process. And my wife did say something. I've said this before. She said it's 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 really not the matter of people if they decide not to vote. It's just that you can't you can't really get into the conversation if you're going to just not participate. She says it seems kind of unfair. You know, it's like telling everybody all about football, but you don't watch a football game. It's like, wait a minute, how does that work? Very poorly, especially if you're Michigan State losing yet again to Michigan. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, 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 but anybody says Ohio State, Michigan, this game, this year, going to be pff, lights out. And that's going to be this year. And remember, I grew up in Michigan, so just, just leave it alone. There's not much you can say. Let's get into the teaching. Uh, and again, this is not going to be everybody's favorite moment, but this is an incredibly important moment. We are in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 5, and this is what Peter writes. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. That is why the gospel was preached to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged as men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. That does not teach that people who died are going to get a second chance after they died to say yes to the gospel. And let's just make sure we understand what's going on. In context with the whole thing, this is Peter talking about dead people and alive people. The dead people are those that have rejected the gospel up to this point, and they are dead to the Lord to this point. And so he's saying we're preaching that to them now. We're preaching that so that maybe they will live. There's a group of people that says, no, no, this is an opportunity for everybody to, once they've died, they get to hear the gospel again, and then they get to change and repent and whatever. And it's like, how difficult would it be to say yes to the gospel if after you died, you were facing God? I mean, that's just so dumb. <laughs> it doesn't work on any level, anywhere, theologically. And the people that introduce that kind of theology are just, uh, well, we don't want everybody to go to hell. Hey, more people are going to hell than are going to heaven. Get over it. That's why Jesus said there's a narrow path and a wide path. He said many, 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 many people are on the wide path. Few, few, few people are on the narrow path. That's how it goes. People are thinking it's a numbers game. No, it's not. It's a who's spending time with God for all eternity game, and you're either in that or out of that. And if you don't want to be a part of that, don't be. I mean, this is kind of like that, that straightforward. So let's understand what's going on. The theme of the context is judgment on everyone, the saved and the unsaved. And the people that think that you're a wackadoodle uh, because you believe in Jesus, they're still going to have to face God, and they're still going to have to give an account of themselves. And we did have somebody call in last week, and we brought the point up, and it's a pretty simplistic point. People don't want God to be there if they're the kind of people that want to have no accountability. They don't want to have to answer to anything, but they're going to answer, and it's not going to change. And this opportunity is, it means that those who are judged according to men in the flesh but, but, but live according to the Spirit are people that, have, that make the decision of, in regards to the eternal judgment that's coming. And in the Spirit, they have yielded. They have said yes to the gospel. They have surrendered. They have 
repented. They have given their heart to Jesus. They have asked God to take over. They've asked him to be Lord. They've brought their lives before them. They laid them down, and that's what's in view. And what's amazing is that how many people want to go, well, no, no, people should get multiple, multiple chances, as many chances as it takes. And I just reiterate this again, and I'm doing it a little out of jest, so don't get mad at me. People are going to die, then there's going to be heaven and hell, and what you're saying is, oh, okay, now choose. No, no, you choose now. You don't get to choose in the aftermath. It's not the uh, hindsight opportunity of the gospel. It's the gospel, okay? That's how it goes. You either accept or reject Jesus Christ. I know it's mean. Turn or burn. I know. But it's true. Anyway. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. And what the whole teaching has to do with is the dissatisfaction that people have who are worldly when the divine is involved. I want you to hear that line. That's the big line. That's the big connector between all of this. The worldly are never satisfied if divinity is involved. So the example Jesus says is, you know, we played the flute for you, right? And the flute, you know, woo, the flute, yay, happy sounds, right? And the people are like, no. And it's like, okay, well, we sang a dirge for you, right? What you sing at a funeral, right? And the people are like, no. And then John the Baptist, he says, comes, and John the Baptist is as straight as you can get. We, we would call him, you know, a, you know, a, a, a massive teetotaler might be fair enough to say. And he says, he does, he's not eating bread, he's not drinking any wine, and you people, the way you respond, you go, hey, he's got a demon. <laughs> and then Jesus, he says, I come, son of man comes, I'm eating and drinking. And then what do the people do? They extreme it out and they say, he's a glutton because he's eating, not eating more than he should, just eating. And he's a drunkard because he had wine. You see, this is the thing. The thing is that the world and the worldly are never satisfied. That's why I said that connection to the song. And don't get mad at me that I used a Rolling Stone song. It's not my fault. They wrote a song called I Can't Get No Satisfaction. This is the Lord trying to reach people at different levels. And people keep going, no, 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 no. And it's nonstop. And there's just no satisfying them. And even I, 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 the one thing that I would say, and I've said this before in the beginning of this uh, of this broadcast, and I don't really care about your political affiliations, but when 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 people get going in a certain direction, you can't move them one way or another. And when the media was all over Donald Trump, it's fair to say that had he helped cure cancer with research, they would have accused Donald Trump of putting people out of business who were in the cancer business. It's just like that's exactly what they would have done. Everybody knows that. And it's because that's how the mentality is. If if somebody comes along and does something that's good and it's not appreciative uh, to the world or they don't like it, they will rip it to shreds. You can't play the flute. You can't sing a dirge. You can't be Johnny the Baptist. And you can't be Jesus Christ because none of those things satisfy. We want exactly what we want, which, by the way, they don't even know what they want. That's the irony. 
it's God that's giving the the opportunity for people to get the answers. And people are so inwardly confused because of Satan, they wouldn't know a good thing if it split them in the eyeballs. That's the problem. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready for our first trivia question. It's not overly complex. We're not looking for any eschatological responses per se. Simply asking this, Jesus says that a cloud rising in the west means what is coming? Keep it simple. Cloud rising in the west means, okay, there you go. Uh, If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Eric is getting it on the pow-pow. That's pretty good, Eric. Good job. Uh, We are going to do our DNA because we've got to do our DNA because that's a Hugely important. So let's do DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. How many days this week are you going to spend with the Lord? No, just tell me now. Don't say, well, I'm going to try. No, no, no. Don't try. Just do. Don't try. Do. In other words, just do it. Okay? Make the time. Make the commitment. Make it happen. Spend time with the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say, no matter who mocks you. Because those people are mocking God. And A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means, how are they doing? Okay, I know how you're doing. You know how you're doing. God knows how you're doing. How are they doing? How's that person doing? How's that saved person doing? How's that not saved person doing? It's not just saved people. We want to be ready to serve, to be a vessel, a vehicle of God's blessing and of his grace, prepared, aware, not so bogged down with our own personal stuff that we are unable to see other things. That's the big danger. When we are selfless, we're not just focused on ourselves. we're selfless, less self. When we are selfish, we are filling everything up on ourselves. You see that? Ah. Jesus said, hey, you got to be selfless to be like me. All right. Of course, oh, Jesus said that a cloud rising in the West means what is coming. If you think you know the answer, the opportunity to call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David at hemustincrease.org. I do need people to be praying because we are at a very 
important juncture in the ministry and in the show. Uh, Davy Wavy has to make a decision, some financial decision. You know, am I looking at the possibility of adding on uh, more work so that we can have a higher income uh, level? That is something that is in play and in prayer, and I need your prayer for it. Personally, I'd rather just have another half hour on the show and more donations and then just keep going. That's what I personally prefer, but that's not what God has necessitated, and we will follow as the Lord leadeth. But I needeth your prayers ith. So be praying ith. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So we got that. We got that trivia question. I'm not missing anything, right? We got the DNA. This next part is not going to make a lot of Christians happy. <laughs> what What does? What does? I mean, this, we do a lot of things that are cheery, right? But then we do some of those other things that are like, ooh, 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 Dave. So we'll back it up because I want to do the runway. What I do with this is I want you to follow the runway path. In other words, when you when an airplane's on a runway and nobody knows this better than Eric, you gotta have enough space and speed to get it going up to the right speed and up power and then lift. Okay, here we go. First uh, Peter chapter four verse five. Uh, but they will have to give an account of him who was ready to judge the living and the dead. That is why the gospel is preached to those who are now dead, so they might be judged as men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear-minded and sober so you can pray. Okay? Let's just, at least let's have the moment of hilarity that every person thinks of when they think of this. The end is near. What's the image that comes to your mind? The end is near. Everybody. You got the guy with the sandwich board who's sitting on the side of the corner of the whatever there it is, wherever it's done. He says, repent, the end is near. He's wearing that sign, right? Yeah, that guy's not wrong. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I know, he looks kind of weird, and it is pretty weird, okay? But he ain't wrong, because the end of all things is coming. It is coming to a close, and this is, what, this is exactly what Peter is talking about. It's like, look, there's going to be a judgment coming, and it's going to include believers and non-believers, and it's going to be pretty for some and not pretty for others. And that's why you got to get on the right side. Then he says this, be clear-minded and sober, does that mean you can never have a beer, never drink wine? No, that is not what it says. What it's saying is to be clear-minded and sober. In other words, don't be so indulging. Let me say that in a really nice way. Don't be so indulged. Wait, I got a better way to say it. Don't live in a drunken stupor pretty much all the time so that you can't pray. Come on. Jesus drank wine. It was it was grape juice. No, it was not. They wouldn't call him a drunkard if it was grape juice. It just it makes no sense. Stop doing that. Stop trying to justify those things with goofy things. Here's the bottom line. If you can't drink a little and you can only drink and drink a lot, don't drink. There you go. What do I do? Get help. Ask people to help you. Ask people close to you to help you. But it's hard because, it, it's hard because of pride. That's why it's hard. But that what it means is that person who needs the help might not feel secure enough to ask for help. That's a separate issue. We're not dealing with that right now. But the purpose of Peter saying all this, and boy, Dave's going on a rant again today, is this. He wants us, Peter's telling us, be clear-minded and sober so you can pray because you can't afford to walk this earthly journey without the power of prayer being an essential part of it. Again, nobody, 
especially if you grew up in a Jewish home. No, I mean, I'm, on a Sabbath, nobody's even coming close to saying that. Say, oh, you can, can't have anything. No. But if you can't stop, then don't have your first one. And if you are given to that or you have a highly addictive personality, be aware of that. Don't be in denial. Go, yes, yeah, me. I'm those bad people. I can't do that. Well, then don't do that. Or if you're one of those people, and I'm talking to people in our audience right now, if you're one of those people and you're stuck, ask for help. Now, I'm not, you, you can always you know, ask me to pray for whatever, but the help that you need at that point is somebody close to you who's, who loves you, who supports you, who will help you, right? That's what, what, what's being discussed. And Peter says it pretty well. He says, hey, be clear-minded so you can, you can pray when you need to pray. What if the Lord calls upon you? What if something is going on and the Lord needs you? That's, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Right, I, I, I just, I think in this realm I've done pretty well, but I've had some failures that I could acknowledge before you and say, yeah, I should have been more in tune and more alert. That may be many years ago, but that's not the point. The point is, I didn't forget, and and I know these things. I know these things because the people that I deal with and the people that I have in my own family are deeply troubled in some of these things. And it's like, man. It's so hard. But first of all, you never give up. And second of all, you pray until there's no breath left. And third, you got to be honest. Best you can do. Those are just three really good pieces of advice for people that are stuck in that. So now I want to go back to the full text. I don't know why I went on that rant. That was for somebody. So you That know was good saying? stuff, though. Huh? Hey, that was good I, stuff. I appreciate that. Um, go back to this this whole thing that he's saying and the reason that he's trying to get us kind of like what's the word I'm looking for uh, alert like I'd be alert is because he's like the end of all things is near now all you have to do <laughs> all you have to do is think about what is it is it the 8th is the Tuesday voting day right like a week from tomorrow will be November 8th and that's the big voting day right all you have to do is recognize that the 9th is going to produce certain results one way or another whether you're on the left side or the right side and a whole group of people will probably be smiling and a whole other group of people will probably be crying and there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be you know hard <laughs> for a lot of people you got to be aware you're looking at the end you're looking at our very own country splitting itself apart uh and 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 to some degree they're very righteous causes and then to other degrees they're, they're not quite as righteous but the things that are biblical the things that are true the things that matter that are life those matter and it matters to our society how we do it and not following our leaders into sin is probably a darn good idea when the bible says whether you think we should obey you rather than God, you decide. As for us, we're going to follow the Lord. Okay, there you go. What's the answer? You're going to follow the Lord. I mean, what if tomorrow the law is everybody eliminate everybody as a Christian? You're going to go. You're going to do that? No. Well, so then there you go. That's good. Just kind of good proof. Okay. All right. Oh, trivia, 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 trivia. Jesus, I know it was a rant. Just leave me alone. Jesus says that a cloud rising in the West means what is coming. Are you ready for this? It's a big one. It's a big spiritual. Rain. <laughs> he said, when the cloud of West is rising, rain is coming. That's all he was saying, rain. See, I told you. 
It's more of a farmer thing there than a spiritual thing there, just to let everybody know. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon experience? Woman walks into window and sues for injuries. (laughs) Play that again. Apparently now, being moronic entitles you to sue. Uh, Here's the problem. The person walked into a window and sued the restaurant owner because there was a window there. I want to say two things. One, my dog has more common sense than that because my dog stops at the window and waits. And number two, I guess with the $100,000 the woman is trying to get, she can buy a sensor that goes off and she can wrap it around her forehead so that whenever she's going to come close to an object, it will beep for her. What do you think? That's a good one. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth. 